This is DWZ Podcast with J-Rod here. The lead at WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance. There's promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I'm your host, J-Rod here, folks. Now, this entire episode is on the biggest topic of them all. If you guys can guess it right, then you're on the right track. This is about the WWE recent releases that took place this past Friday. If you guys are referring to know what I'm referring to, then that's what happened. As you know, this is the fourth time we this year in a matter of months that we've been seeing a lot of WWE releases. Now, some of you can say it's a good thing. Others can say it's a bad thing. However you decide, however you choose it, it kind of fits in in every aspect. Now, there's a reason why this is happening. Now, as you know, this, this back in April of 15th, April 15th, which was ironically the one-year anniversary when we saw 40-plus WWE employees, which includes wrestlers, crew members, staff, they were released because of the budgets they had to deal with during the pandemic. Now, it's common knowledge that this things has happened, like cuts were made or releases were made right after WrestleMania, but not into this instance. However, this past April, after WrestleMania, we saw a lot of several releases. Amongst them was Samoa Joe and Chris and Mickey James, which was a bit of total shocker. But, however, we can say maybe they're in a good place. We know that Samoa Joe is now how to say um back with nxt as an enforcer we're not sure about if he will ever return to wrestling due to his concussion and of course we know about mickey james that uh she's working with nwa for their all women's theme of all women's pay-per-view that's taking place this coming august which is a good thing so that's one of the things we will love to talk about at some other point but however we did have some recent releases that took place a month after that, which was NXT releases. Now, we were told it was going to be happening, but it did. There were several releases, and I was like a bit of, like, we had Alexander Wolf amongst them, uh, Vanessa Bourne, I think, and I cannot remember anybody else. Oh, yeah, and that referee, uh, Dave Wirtz, whatever his name is, who is very controversial in recent months. They had to let him go. But later, we get more um releases this time with surprising releases we got braun Strowman, alistair black um i'm trying to remember who else but that pretty much it now now we got more releases this time it's very shocking to me here are the names that i'm referring to now there is one name i'm going to announce first this one is not like a big time name this one is kenneth mobley who is a writer for wwe now, I'll begin with her in a little bit, but let me go through the list. We have August Gray, Breezango, Tyler Breeze, and Fandango, Everize, Chase Parker, and Matt Martell, Tony Nice, Ari Davari, Killian Dane, Marina Schaefer, Arturo, Arturo Ruas, Kurt Stalin, The Bollywood Boys, and of course, uh, Tino Zabatelli. 
Now let's talk about this person, the writer named Kenneth Mobley. Recently, it's been reported that she kind of spilled the beans, exposed WWE. Now, you probably ask yourselves, what did she expose? It's very simple. She revealed that no one told her about, how do I say, that the job she was obtaining was all about professional wrestling. They never gave her the courtesy to watch professional wrestling. And, and you know what? That kind of me is very, very suspicious. If you were planning to, to hire writers, then why aren't you letting them watch professional wrestling so they can get idea what they're taught, what they need to do? And that's something. And here's the thing. JR mentioned something in an interview once before saying, you have these writers that don't even know Jack about wrestling. And you know what? I agree with them. And Kenneth Mobley wasn't afraid to, how to say, expose it. And it's true. Why are you hiring writers who don't know anything about professional wrestling? And that kind of brings a lot of questions into that by WWE's, um, you know, how do I say, not attitude, but their their methods of practice of, of their jobs. And that's kind of what bothers me about them. Of course, WWE are not happy with Ken, uh, Kenneth revealing the whole thing. I'm like, wait, you guys got rid of her because, A, maybe because uh, none of her ideas worked. And B, you didn't give her the enough necessary what to know what professional wrestling is. And that kind of went that. And people refer to as, uh, is it Bobby Lashley or Bobby Ashley? That kind of, uh, that's something that's been going around. I've been reading about. But yeah. But like I said. Why are you hiring writers that don't know Jack about pro wrestling? And that's one of the things that gets me to talk about. But. I wouldn't be too much about Kenneth Mobley because that kind of, you know, how do I say this? Um, well, she's not a big name, but I've just got it out there. But put yourselves in that position, folks. What do you have to say about that? That this woman didn't know what professional wrestling is and she exposed it. You think she made the right choice? I'll give you guys time to think about that because it is an excellent question to talk about because... How often do you hear that type of thing that has been happening? Well, to be honest, never. Now, let's talk about August Gray. To me, I was pretty much shocked when his name popped up. And I'm like thinking, what the fuck? Why? The dude was making a good name for himself in WWE, especially on the 205 Live. I was hugely disappointed on that. I'm just stunned. And not to mention his work with teaming with Ikemanjiro was one of the greatest things to watch. I know these guys are, are, are single competitors, but seeing them together, it it, it made more sense. I mean, they could work together as, as a tag and also be singles competitor. It, it's what makes them great. But I was like, wow, I can't believe that happened. I just don't know why. Why would WWE let him go? 
But he had. But the first time I saw him was in NXT when he was part of the Timothy Thatcher catch camp, which that whole thing where talk about pro, rest, uh, pro wrestling in submissions. And that kind of, how do I say, pisses me off. And I heard from various wrestlers on social media saying he is one of the most hardest workers. And I can believe that. I do. And I could say this, and I'm going to say it right now. Fuck you, WWE. But however, I heard somewhere down the line... I don't know where. I saw this on Twitter. Someone says you should go to Impact Wrestling. Not a bad choice. I would say I could definitely see August Great in WWE. But some of you probably say, no, he should go to AEW. It'd probably be way more better. True, but the real question remains that some of you don't know. Is he a value to AEW what they need? Of what they need to, to do. That, put that on, on your minds right now. Because that's something they go. They can't just hire anybody. They got to find something that they feel. They could value with. You know like. What this guy had that WWE couldn't see. That sort of thing. But. I can say I could definitely see him in Impact. Definitely. Now we got Bree Zango. I have to say. I'm really really disappointed. About that too. I mean, these guys really made a name for themselves again this time in um, in NXT, becoming the NXT Tag Team Champions, and, and that kind of kind of me- messes things up a bit. I don't know what they're both gonna do as a ta- if they're gonna still work together as a tag team outside of WWE, but. I could definitely can see both of them maybe going to um, Impact Wrestling. Because I think my brother said something about he has a unique style. And I'm like, I could believe that. And not to mention, I know Tyler Breeze will be fine. A, he has that wrestling school with Sean Spears in Florida. And B, he's very talented. And we could definitely see him in Impact Wrestling or possibly AEW. Depending what kind of value he can bring to the table for them. That is something that I always talk about. Now we got Everize. Now, I did picture these guys a bit of a comedian, but they never taken these guys very seriously. But uh, I did recently did saw someone wants them an impact. And if you guys want to know who that person is, I'll tell you. Carl Anderson, the machine gun, tweeted it. That he's telling Impact Wrestling hired them. Now, whatever the reason he wants them, I think he saw something in them. But I definitely could see them going to Impact Wrestling. A, Impact Wrestling could use more tag teams. I mean, we're, we're, there's not a lot of tag teams going on in Impact Wrestling. But I can definitely see that. And, um, I don't know. It could work for them. You know, I can see it. But we'll just wait and see where they're going to go. Now, Tony Nese, one of the 205 Live originals, along with Arya Davari. I have to say these two 
I have to I have to say I applaud them for things I did not know. Now I've always wondered why we never seen these guys a lot in in the other brands, and I admired their commitment to being part of the Two Hundred Five Live brand, and I asked myself why. For those who don't know, I grew up watching cruiserweights back during the WCW era, and I did enjoy those. You know, you got guys like. Juventud Guerrera, Rey Mysterio, Billy Kidman, Eddie Guerrero. And that kind of, how do I say this, fits in the right timing. And these guys are, in fact, those people. And I believe what they were doing was making 205 Live be a big deal. And I have to say, it is. It, it, it should be a big deal. The reason I say this is because... It feels it's what they they wanted. But of course, WWE probably can see the value, but they never push it. You know, that that's what I think. If I was Ari Davari and Tony Nese, two of the best cruiserweights, I would say you guys should go to Dragon Gate for just for the fun of it. Because if you guys, if you guys are fans of the Dragon Gate promotion in Japan... Those guys are all cruiserweights. Anything from like uh, junior heavyweight, lightweight division, or the Impact guys, X divisioners, that fits into their wheelhouse. However, I did notice Jimmy Jacobs said he would love to have Tony Nese in Impact because we could see him be part of the X division uh, reign. And I'm like, wow, it could fit. I have to say, Tony Nese would be a, a great fit for that. And I say, Take Ari Davari. If they can do it with that, I have to say they have a much stronger X division um division in in the in their promotion. And that kind of makes me think about it a lot. And I say I would definitely can see them going. Now, next up we have Killian Dade. Okay, this one is a bit of a shock too, because him involving with Drake Maverick was one of the best things ever. Nobody hits him but me. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, we all know his original t faction that he was in. Sanity. First, it was Eric Young. And then it was Alexander Wolf, And now him. But some people say that his wife, Nikki Cross, is the last one standing of the Insanity a faction. I'm like, well, there. She wasn't really like an official member. She was just the one to go on her own. But she hanged out with them. And not to mention, she's the real life wife of Killian Dane. And that kind of makes me think about it. You know, it would make sense. But I was, I was getting into the whole thing with with Killian Dane, and I'm like. Why? 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 Makes no sense to me whatsoever, but it, it just happened. But I cannot see who can take him. That, that's the mystery for me. But if you guys know who could, you guys should message me on my, on my YouTube and ask me that question if you guys leave a message. But 
<sighs> I hate that part. Now, let's go to Marina Schaffer, who we know her as one of the four horsemen of the MMA group, female group. So, I recently just found out today that um, she was supposed to be part of the Diamond Mine faction, you know, that we just recently saw this past NXT with uh, Hideki, Suzuki, Roderick Strong, and Tyler Russ being managed by Malcolm Bivens. And that kind of made me think about why they didn't use her. The last time we saw her was, I think, in the NXT Women's Tag Team Tournament. I'm not sure. No, the NXT Women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classics. Yes, she was in it, but I don't think they got until far. And recently, we just saw her friend, Jezebel Duke, who we saw in the second round of releases, was released. And you can say, well, they can scrap the idea for the for the Four Horsemen, uh, uh, four horsemen versus Four Horsemen Battle Royale, now that she's gone. And that kind of goes off the toilet. But I don't know where she might do now. That's the thing I don't know. Do I think she could go to AEW? I'm not sure. Impact? Maybe. What about other promotions? I'm not sure. But we gotta wait and see what goes down. This is coming up to her. So, there's that. Uh, give me a few minutes. Alright, sorry folks, <laughs> had to open the window. Okay, now who's on our list right now? Ah, oh yeah, Arturo Rias. Now, Ruas, if you guys don't know who he is, he's this guy, kind of like Brazilian fighter, bit mixer with martial arts. Uh, I did not see a whole lot of him prior before the pandemic. I don't know what happened. He got lost in the shuffle, in my opinion. I'm like, where the fuck has he been? But I did hear a rumor that uh, they were planning to use him in uh, Raw Underground. Yeah, you guys remember that, right? The Raw Underground where they was like MMA shit. Which I thought was a freaking bad idea from the start. Which was similar to the Brawl for All. But I don't know what to say about him. Because the thing is, I didn't get to see him more. Like I said, he was lost in the shuffle. I can't picture him anywhere where he's going to be. But that will be at another time and another place to talk about. Now let's talk about Kurt Stallion. Okay, I haven't seen this guy for quite some time. The last thing we saw, he was in a bit of a, uh, not a feud, but more of a, competitional rivalry against Mansoor who was undefeated and of course Mansoor beat him and I haven't seen him since I'm like thinking where's he been was he also lost in the shuffle too that kind of makes me go what the hell is going on why are we seeing wrestlers in WWE lost in the shuffle and, and that's the thing about that it, it bothers me I don't know why can anybody tell me this like if I was a four-year-old why are they doing that? And to be honest with you, I don't know. But if you do have a clear clue, then let me know. But however, um, I could see him, like, I don't know. Maybe Impact. I'm not sure. I could see him go there, too. 
but all depends if they can afford him. Now we got the Bollywood boys. Now this is one of those names I may have I would have pictured him already. Like right now, it was like not shocking, but like going what? Why them? And they also stuck around for the two hundred five live, just like everybody else. But um, I don't know. But I don't. I don't know. I had that feeling they should use them for the NXT. India brand because if you guys know they're planning to do an NXT India down there in India I don't know they should use that for them but I don't know depends on what WWE would probably want to do down the line that's up to them but yeah now last person is Tino Zabatelli some of you probably say who in the hell is, he, is Tino Zabatelli now I don't know if this is true or not well, it was true, but I can't confirm this already, what I'm hearing. Uh, it says here that the dude was dating Mandy Rose. Yes, folks, that beautiful hottie blondie. And I have a crush on her, just to let you guys know. I heard that they broke up, but now they're saying they're still together. I, I don't know. I'm like, are they on and off, on and on? Who knows? Frankly, it doesn't matter. But there's something you guys should know. This Jagoff was amongst the 40 people that were released last year in 2020. Now, recently we did saw him in AEW Dark. And it turned out this is the creep that people say he was the mole for WWE. Some of you probably say, what? Yes, he was the mole. Now, I don't know what was going on. Maybe Vince wants to know what is the deal with AEW. Because I know some of you WWE fans who are listening, you probably say this, AEW is full of garbage. They should go away. WWE is far more better than them. That That's it. So go away, AEW. You guys stink. Yeah. Ain't gonna happen for you guys. It's not. They're making good headways. Regardless of what you think. But Tino being that guy to be a snitch. That kind of doesn't go well. But. I don't know what's going to happen to him. The thing is this. We got to ask ourselves a question that we don't know. How do we know this is 100% legit? If they use them to spy on AEW. How do we know he's go they're going to do the same thing to Impact? Or NWA? How do we know that? We don't. Right now, I feel like this is kind of messed up. But some of you, I got friends who are saying, good, he needs to go for what he did to AEW. I mean, I, I could not, I don't know. That depends. If they don't want to hire him for what he did with AEW, then he probably will be blacklisted or something. I'm not sure. But yeah, this is like one of the most talked about things. Now, my thoughts on this. This whole, the reason now this is happening again was to cut down on the expenses and try to bring in big names to the company. I'm like, who's is there left? Basically, WWE already taken every the freaking world for all we know. But there's still wrestlers that some have like, how do I say, are on the radar. Like recently, we saw some tryouts taking place not too long ago. Uh, Heard a rumor right now, for those who don't know, I'm actually from San Diego. Uh, there, there's going to be tryouts sooner 
here and many of my friends are heading to Vegas uh, down to try out for the, uh, I think they're having uh, their summer slime event and they're going to hell out tryouts down there. And I'm like, whoa, that's going to be crazy. But I heard many of my wrestling buddies down here, uh, actual wrestlers, local ones, are in fact going to, um, you know, try out. Uh, others, they are don't feel like they're ready enough, which is okay to feel that way. But, I don't know. But whatever big names, I feel like, I don't know, is there anybody left they want to grab, like, for big names? I don't know. That, that kind of makes me question that. But if there is, then, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say whatsoever about that. But however, like I said, some of these wrestlers, I do believe, may may make their way to Impact Wrestling. And I say it'd probably be a good thing for them. But we just got to wait and see where this is going to lead for them. If it's going to be Impact, then good for them. They will have a home to uh, to make a name for themselves. That is important. you know. That's something we should. But I have to say, for now, I am going to end it right here. I have no other content at this point to share uh you know because this is all we have i'm trying to think of anything else but for now i'll see you guys in the next dwz time same dwz channel i must bid all of you adieu so goodbye and have a nice day bang